I'm speaking with Brendan Phillips. He's housing resource manager for Nevada County. And Brendan, it's been a while since we've talked. But the I think it was this time last year. It probably sounds just about right. And of course, we don't run into each other on the streets anymore. Um, hopefully that'll change soon. But, you know, we have a really unusual situation right now. I know Nevada County and, and Grass Valley and, and Nevada City have always helped to provide emergency shelters for homeless folks during, you know, during tough weather. And that's what we've kind of been into for the last few days. But this has been pretty dramatically affected uh, by the COVID situation. Uh, and, you know, maybe there's not as many places available. Uh, tell us about this. Tell us about what's going on here. Yeah, sure. I'm all over the county, whether it's an eastern county up in our Truckee region or here in western county where we have Sierra Roots who would run an emergency shelter for up to 30 people. Um, those shelters have all been impacted because of social distancing requirements. So when you have a, a small space like the Nevada City Veterans Hall and you're going to use it to um, provide what they call congregate sheltering, um, you, you have to maintain that social distancing, which definitely reduces the capacity. So we've got a capacity issue in all of the um, jurisdictions. And so, yeah, that's that's been a challenge. Um, and so, you know, we've we've been following in line with the state and implementing what they call non congregate shelter operations, which are shelter operations where everyone has their own room, um, i.e. hotels. And so uh, what is there like inventory of available um, places for people at this point in time uh, for emergency shelters? So inventory would be, I, I believe that the Sierra Root shelter can take up to 15 people where it used, so it's cut in half. Um, Truckee is, is the same, though Truckee did find a bigger space. So I think that they were able to expand capacity, but in line with having that social distancing requirement for the, for the staff and for the, for the guests. Um, so, yeah, so inventory is, 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 you know, on the congregate side is low, but throughout this, we've been partnering with many um, also impacted by COVID hotel um, operations, and they've been very good partners in helping us find available rooms to place people, particularly people who are medically vulnerable and able to and unable to, um, you know, access traditional shelter because of medical conditions, which is a common thing among our homeless population. Now, there has been some good news in the housing uh, situation, and one of them is the conversion of a motel in Grass Valley on South Auburn Street into um, um, somewhat temporary but uh, adequate uh, living con living situations for homeless people. And this is part of a statewide program that uh, Nevada County is helping out with. Uh, tell us about this. Yeah, so Project Home Key um, was launched by the state providing funds to counties um, to acquire, you know, hotels. That in, 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 so I guess I'd say that while we were working on all this hoteling, stuff over the, since March, really, since COVID came around, um, we, you know, we worked with a lot of different providers and we found one that was lucky, luckily was looking to unload one of their operations. And that was the coaching for hotel. So we were able to quickly put together an application and get approved through the state for the purchase 
and for two years of operating costs. And that money um, is going to a contracted provider who will manage the site and provide limited, you know, case management on site. Um, so that's the that's the gist of that program. Now we're in the process, you know, acquisition happened in December. Um, the renovations began um, quickly thereafter, and the renovations are still in that process. But we have been able to move some folks in there, and we've worked with Cross Valley very closely, um, and we we um, are really targeting um, families with children, seniors, people over the age of 62, uh, veterans, and transitional age youth um, who are who are homeless. And right now, for example that operation has a number of families with little children or recently born children. So, you know, there are, uh, there's a wide variety of need and we need places for a lot of different kinds of people. But right now we've just really wanted to make sure that, you know, particularly vulnerable families have a place to go. And um, we're, we're, we're moving along in that route. So we have about six rooms ready to go and we're working to incorporate new rooms every day. Um, we don't know. I, I, it's going to be hard to tell you exactly when the full occupancy will be going, but but there, there there's a lot of caveats to that. But we're we're working very closely with the partner to get that project completely done. In a couple of years, that project will be converted into affordable housing, um, along with uh, some supportive housing units. So for people who need extra supportive services, really all their life to stay housed, that'll be an opportunity and an option for them. So we're we're really thankful for our, the city of Grass Valley, our partners at um, AMI Housing, and the county who helped put that together. You know, Brendan, what was kind of interesting about this is part of the process was, uh, you know, reaching out to the neighborhood for their acceptance. And this was widely accepted in the neighborhood around the, the location. Uh, tell us about this. Well, yeah, we didn't receive a, a tremendous amount of, of negative feedback to that. But, you know, there are always concerns and, and we believe we've selected a really good provider who can um, who's already begun the, the ability, you know, reaching out to neighbors. This is the ability for the neighborhoods and the neighbor people to be able to contact someone directly when they see issues. And we've agreed to a number and they've agreed to a number of rules for the occupants, you know, just to make sure that people aren't, um, you know, crossing the street to smoke cigarettes. So there's designated areas where they can be other things like that are, are all in the behavioral agreements so that people know that when they're there, they're also neighbors and good neighbor being a good neighbor is part of the program. So that's been very helpful. I, yeah, I did not, I did not, um, we did not experience uh, the level of, of pushback that, you know, some communities I think probably did when these uh, kinds of programs are announced. Um, any other kind of uh, recent news that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, well, just, you know, that we're, we're, I guess the most recent news to come from the state is that the stimulus funding that was uh, passed um, not long ago includes money for um, prevention um, assistance. And we're still figuring out how that's all going to work. But it is nice to know that in short order, we should be getting information on, uh, on a level of funding we will be receiving to ensure that people who are renters in our community aren't becoming the next wave of homeless folks. That's, that's what they refer to as prevention. So I think I, the only thing I can say to your listeners is stay tuned on that. I mean, we move as the state moves, so we have to, we, we have to put all the right pieces together 
but um, that 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 work is happening right now, and and we should, in very short order, be able to go um, and talk about and and, and provide um, the necessary uh, support to keep people from slipping into homelessness. I know that's going to be an issue coming up. Um, the state did extend the eviction moratorium, so that is always um, uh, important because you know we we can't be penalizing people with an eviction based on failure to pay if they're impacted by this pandemic. So it's gotta be, um, we've gotta really be um, looking forward, looking for ways to prevent homelessness at all costs. Thank you so much, Brendan. Uh, thanks for speaking with KVMR. Sure, no problem. Thank you. I've been speaking with Brendan Phillips and he is housing resource manager for Nevada County. I'm Paul Emery for KVMR.